Coming to you from Denver, Colorado, OCN Studios presents OCN Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. <laughs> yeah, product plug with that. Yeah. Uh, so a few notes I put down here. Um, we'll just lead in, you know, about the best price. Talk about the differences b- between new and used as far as pricing goes. Um, is the wholesale price important? Is it important for us to get to the wholesale price? How do you negotiate and should you negotiate? Should you avoid negotiating? Um, what about rebates? Are you actually saving? Are you getting the most out of the rebates? Should you wait until more rebates are available to get the best price? I mean, that's that's <laughs> the big the biggest thing that the biggest uh, I'm talking loud, right? The biggest the biggest boondoggle that manufacturer pulls on a customer is their best customers buy the car when it first comes out, right? The car or the truck, when it has the lowest rebates. Okay, so maybe everything comes out with a rebate now, right? Every truck comes out with a $5,000 rebate. By the end of the year, it's like $10,000, okay? And what they've done is they've, they've screwed their best customers because when that, when that car is now $5,000 less, not only did you suffer the normal depreciation that you're going to suffer from a new vehicle, mm-hmm. but they chopped you another $5,000. Oh, this is good. Right? So Cuz now I can say like so so you're telling me when I'm getting massive rebates on my vehicle, I'm actually buying something that's depreciating faster than it should. The best the best advice that I could give is buy from a manufacturer <coughs> that doesn't really rebate much. Right, so you're going to find that Toyota's rebates are going to be two hundred and fifty dollars, right? Which is why do they even bother, right? right? Or Honda never really rebates. I don't believe Mazda rebates, right? Very, very small rebates. But so, so the reason behind it would be that because we're not doing the rebates, we're actually selling you a vehicle or a product that's not depreciating as fast or as much as another brand. Right, we've priced the car properly from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. So so I mean, and that's that's the whole thing is like when is the right time to buy? Okay, we get that. That's when it's appropriate for you, the best time for you to make a purchase. So now that we're getting into the marketplace, we want to know, well, what's the best price? How can I be certain or have some uh, assurance or reassurance that I'm getting the best price on my vehicle? And I know there's a lot of, you know, different negotiating tactics and, you know, different pricing strategies that dealers and manufacturers use to help customers or or at least make customers think that I'm getting the best deal. Um, So, JD, for example, when when you're in market looking at a vehicle, you're looking at a new versus a used vehicle. It's like, how do you know that you're getting the best price on that vehicle? How, How do you as a consumer... Yeah, I mean the tools I use, I for sure use Car Gurus and their their pricing tools on there. I look across Auto Trader, a couple of other, just checking the marketplace value for what I'm looking for. Try to find comparables. Um, I do two searches, one locally and then one nationwide. Understanding the nationwide might be skewed a little bit by other markets, and then I that's how I narrow it down. So even with that nationwide search, I mean if you if you can get a much better deal buying the vehicle, you know further out of market, I mean would you be willing to do that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, nowadays Frontier flights are hundred dollars to get across the nation, <laughs> and fly out and pick up a car in Florida and drive it back, get a nice road trip a out nice of it. Nice road trip, exactly, exactly. And we find more and more people are doing that. You know the the um, the boundaries that were set up years ago. Um, for franchises don't really make that much difference anymore. Of course, you're going to still service the car where you live, right? Um, but uh, if you if you can save a thousand or more dollars, and and typically if you were to walk into the dealership that's local and say, "Gosh, I can save a thousand dollars if I go to um, 
to St. Louis, um, you're they'll match it. Yeah. Right. So you don't you don't have to go to St. Louis to save that. So I, I see that even too. Um, you know, some sometimes dealers will say we're a top volume, top seller, President's Club dealership, and you can get the best price here. Um, in, in a, I think a lot of times that's talking about a, a new vehicle. Is that true? Like, is, is one like Honda dealership able to give me a better price on a CRV than another Honda dealership? Is that is that real or not? Of course, yeah. They're, they can they can they can sell the car for whatever they want to sell the car for, right? Okay. I mean, that's not that's not regulated by the factory and the MSRP manufacturer's suggested retail price is just that. Okay. Right. Um, it's a suggested retail price, but they can sell the vehicle for whatever they want, whatever they'd like to. Um, and it depends on a number of things. Uh, once again, if the vehicle is old stock or inventory that didn't typically move for them quickly and they just want to get out of it so they can quit paying floor plan interest um, to carry that car. There's they, like an urgency then for them to sell that car. Yeah, there's a bit of an urgency for them to sell that car. Typically, that is really the exception, though. Okay. It's it's not the rule. I mean, everybody has a good story, or everybody's uncle has a good story about how they walked in and were able to buy a certain car um, and, and save so much money, right? It's like the urban legend deal story of the year, right? You know, it's like I saved so I saved ten grand. I walked out of there with everything plus the kitchen sink and a gallon of ice cream, and I have a hundred dollar monthly payment. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of the three lies, right. right? The how much I paid for my house, how much my house is worth, how little I paid for my car, and I'm from Florida, right? And it's how fast my boat goes, right? Right. So those are the three biggest lies in Florida. <laughs> I got the slow boat, and I paid way too much for my house right. and car. Uh, along with that. Um, so, so one thing I've seen, and JD, I don't know if this has come up, you know, when you're researching a, a vehicle and what you want to pay for it, but um, we, we have so many local community groups where people go, you know, like word of mouth groups for, for insight. And everyone's like, where can I get the best deal? Where can I get the best deal? I'm looking for a great deal. I want I want rebates. I want a low price. Um, I, I mean, is is that really something that you should be looking for? Like, who's given the best deals, or is it more so who who's got the best experience when you're purchasing and getting that deal? Yeah, from my side, I've never used a group like that or explored it. I'm not sure that I would either. So I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting tool, though. I did, I just don't know how factual um, some of the feedback is, and I think a lot of times, you know, they, they talk about negotiating uh, with their too. Like, you know, I had the victory, the success story. I I was able to negotiate very well at X Honda dealer or whatever Toyota store. Yeah, I I think the best the best advice that I could give is don't negotiate. Okay. Right. So so first off. You, the guy's got to stay in business, right? The dealer has to stay in business. It has to be reasonable, and there has to be some profit in the transaction for them. Um, so, you know, you can't just go in there and, you know, like some... Just give it away. Give, give yeah, it away for as close yeah, to free as possible. Right. That's, that's not a good experience for anybody. But, again, you know, people spend about 18 hours online um, researching the vehicle they want to buy. And once they find the vehicle that they're interested in, then they start looking at pricing um, in and around their area or in and around the country. So once you get what is a reasonable price and you add your tax, um, you, you go in and, and offer that for the vehicle. And there's going to be some pushback, right? Um, and you're going to have to stand firm. Uh, one thing that you have to bear in mind that the the strongest word that you have is no, 
Okay. Right? So always remember that you can just say no. So you can always walk away from the deal. You can always walk away from the deal. There's, you know, they're building cars every single day. If there's one, if there's not one just like it's sitting on a dealer's lot today, there will be next week. Okay. All right. So, so that process and the buying process, when they have you sign it, what is that all about? Is that just to get you to commit? There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of signatures. They, they come across with the numbers, and he's like, if I can get my finance guy to do this, is it, do we have a deal? Sign here. Yeah, it's called an if I could, would you? Yeah. Right? That's what they. That's sort of the term, right? If I could get this deal for you today, would you buy? Right? Because they're going to have to go talk to their manager, and that's the first thing their manager is going to ask them. Right? Is he ready to buy today? Will you buy today for that price? Right. Will you okay. buy today for that price? Like that has any bearing on it, right? I mean, if there's any integrity in pricing, then the price today should be the same as the price tomorrow, should be the same as the price last week, right? So if you're going to deal with a, an organization that has any integrity, right? They're not going to say something like that to you, okay. right? That's so, a, that so sounds to me like as yeah, soon as they red say flag, that, you're out. Time to hit the eject button and call a friend to pick you up from that dealership. Exactly, right. exactly. So I think we need, we need an additional series after this, 10 warning signs of when to leave the dealership and get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Um, there could be 100 warning signs, right? right? I mean, there's, there's so many of them, um, and they just vary from from dealer to dealer and it's, it's sometimes it's hard to tell because your head's sort of in the trees because you're you're getting ready to spend you know thirty thirty five thousand dollars on a vehicle that you're going to have for a certain period of time right um number of years um you're excited because it's just exciting to get a new new car it's or fun a to new, buy a new used car. new to you car yeah. yeah a new to you car yeah so, so you have to, you know, sort of keep your composure. Remember that you're in control of the deal. That's the most important thing. The, the dealer wants to be in control of the deal, and the dealer has many tactics to be in control of the deal, right? We've all experienced them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to, to list them would be, would be a waste of time, but there's, there's so many tactics that they have to try and have control. But the strongest word you have is, no, no, not today. Not, not today. Right now, not right. from you. Stand up, and they chase you out, and they play the game, and then you have to determine: Do I actually want to do business with this person that I had to do hand-to-hand -hand combat with? Right, because you know that the same vehicle exists down the street. Yeah. So, you know, read the reviews. Although there's a lot of skewed reviews out there because there's a lot of prizes given to consumers if they give all tens on their customer satisfaction survey. Um, but, uh, you know, ask your friends. We all know people that have purchased vehicles somewhere. And when you pull up, you can just tell by the way people look. Yeah. Really. Um, you know, just read the body language of the people, of the sales staff and the management, just to kind of gauge, you know, what, what's the attitude? What's the atmosphere like here? Yeah. Well, the yeah. guy even lets you see his eyes or does he have his big Oakley blade sunglasses down over his eyes the whole time <laughs> that you're talking? Yeah. Now, now another thing. So, so you mentioned looking at price, you know, $30,000, dollars $50,000. Is it better to look at the full price or is it better to look at the monthly payment? Well, you want to look at the full price first. I mean, we all buy by payment. Right. I mean, we all do. I mean, we buy our electricity by payment. We buy our cable by payment. Right. Everything that we own essentially is by payment, unless we're in that position where we can go spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on a home. Um, but uh, a good salesperson will try to move you to a payment 
and get you off of price because you will have said, look, um, I can afford $400 a month, which the salesperson heard $450 a month. And so when, when you're saying, hey, I can afford 400 or seemingly $450 per month, that's actually not really helping you get the best price on that vehicle. That's just locking you into a monthly payment that seemingly budgets for you. Right, and we all forget math. Right. Right, I mean, it's all, it's addition, multiplication, subtraction, division, right? That's all it is. It's really simple math. There's no algebra in it. So you wanna make sure that you get the right price Right, and there's so many calculators online that when you find the vehicle that you want and you found a price on a vehicle, but it's in St. Louis or some other, some other town, um, you can put it in the calculator to see what your monthly payment is probably going to be. Right, so you can have a pretty good solid idea walking into a dealership, walking into any conversation and purchasing a vehicle to know relatively what your monthly price is going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you get a very good idea. Now, there are some folks that, you know, brand new pickup trucks are so expensive now. I mean, some new Ford pickup trucks are almost $80,000, yeah. right? And, you know, we all are interested in getting all the bells and whistles and, and all of that. But, I mean, just a regular F-150 is in the high 40s. Um, that's not $350 a month. Right? No, that's and a little bit more than Unless that. you have yeah. about $20,000 down, right? So if you just do the simple math beforehand, once again, it's all about research and taking some responsibility for yourself. The people that, that typically walk in and drive away and go, wow, this is great, um, didn't look uh, only to find out later that maybe they did pay sticker price and they just didn't know it because they were only concerned about what their monthly payment was. Right. So uh, one one final question here, I believe, you know, is cash king in negotiating and getting your best price or is it better to go in with a pre-approval pre for financing or, you know, just work with dealer lenders? Yeah. You know, I, uh, cash is a myth, right? Cash is not king um, because dealers do get... Um, some stipend from the financial institution that they do business with. Um, the best thing I think you can do is work with a local lender, typically a credit union, um, get approved with them for a certain amount of money. That way you know, based on what your credit score is and your, your history and your debt to income ratios, what your interest rate is going to be. Now, if uh, you go into the dealership and it's a similar interest rate, right? It's going to make things so much easier for you if you just finance with the dealership. Just easier to get the transaction done, paperwork completed. Exactly. In, it's going to the title work is going to be done much faster, and you know they're they're actually going to treat you um, nicer. So um, you know don't don't not do business with a dealership just out of a punitive uh, from a punitive standpoint. So there, there's a way to have a good experience, a good buying process by working with the dealership. Though. Certainly. Coming in prepared. Certainly. Knowing what budget's for you, knowing what price you want to pay based on research. And and the chances are, you know, if, if it's your day, you're going to meet a person that understands that this is going to be a fast deal for me. Yeah. This person already knows what they want to pay. Okay. It may not be what I wanted to charge them, but it's still a deal that I'm willing to accept. 
A lot less work. A lot less work. Yeah. I can get it done quickly, and I can get on to another deal. And so they'll they'll appreciate that, and they'll reward you just by being nice to you. Actually, I like that. I like I like ease of transaction, especially in the whole deal. I, I hate a headache when I go to a dealership, right, JD? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to come in with your research done. You know the price you want. Um, I did run into something interesting in a financing area one time. I don't know if we have time to talk about it yeah. uh, now, but. Um, we were at the signing part of the deal and the, I guess, finance person came back and said she could negotiate with the bank a lower APR if I signed up for the warranty on the car. Um, is that it typical that they can pick up the phone, call your bank and negotiate a different rate for you? And if so, why wouldn't they do that just from the beginning to help you out? Well, I, I mean, this is, we could talk for hours on this subject. This could of, be a whole other episode. Yeah, um, just, just quickly, um, typically the interest rate that they offered you to begin with was the incorrect rate. So let's say, for example, that you were approved at 5%, and they came in and said, hey, I've got great news. I got you approved at 6.5%, right? But if you were to buy an extended warranty, right, which there's profit in, right, they make money to sell an extended warranty, I can knock it down to 5%. Well, the reality was it already was 5%. So she just sort of, he or she just sort of, um, you know, played. It's like, I yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, but so on the flip side of that, if I didn't accept the warranty, then they're just going to tell the bank to charge the higher APR, or they're going to be like, oh, I was wrong. This is actually your rate. No, I mean, it depends. If you stand up and walk out, Right, they're going to charge you. It, it, you know, they're going to offer you the five percent. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, I, I can't say this enough. You are in control. They want to sell you the car worse than you want to buy it, and you know how badly you want to buy that car. Um, if you get that far and they make offers like that to you, and you know that the bank will give you five percent, right? Like I say, likely you already had a five percent rate, not the six and a half that she quoted you before. Um, you just politely say no. I don't. I don't want the service contract. Um, but thank you for the five percent. I'm happy to close the deal at that. I think today. that's that's the bottom line. Is just understand that that ultimately you're in control of you know the whole the whole purchase. You know from just finding the right time to buy to you know having the right price to knowing that you're getting the best price knowing that you're in control of that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Cool. I, I like that. I think this has been very insightful. We're going to continue uh, to engage in these discussions on uh, OCN Automotive in uh, you know, helping our, our listeners find not just the right time to buy or help get them to the right price, but understand what the expectations can be when approaching a dealership to purchase a vehicle. Um, so thanks a lot, Jim. Jim Rathman for joining me here on OCN yeah, no, Automotive. I enjoyed it. Awesome. And OCN's uh, JD Blackwell, thank yeah, you as well for, for joining me here. Joining you guys. I'm Aaron Wood, and thank you for listening in to OCN Automotive. This has been OCN Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. OCN Automotive has been brought to you by PIN, PIN Business Network, a database company that specializes in marketing, advertising, public relations, sales, branding, and so much more. Visit our website at pinbusinessnetwork.com. That's pinbusinessnetwork.com.